soap is Ev. Hi, it's Sam. Here is Ray. It's your girl, Legs. Hey, it's Chrissy J. And welcome to another episode of Melanated Aces. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. What's What's up? How are we feeling today? I feel like crap. And y'all know this. I'm sorry. Yo, I went to go pick up my nephew. And I got caught in the rain because my mama decided to lock the doors. And... (gasps) She's been locking the doors. So she stayed locking the doors, and it pisses me off. And she knew that I didn't have my keys. I went and picked up my nephew, and then like I went to open the door, and it was locked. And the lady was all the way upstairs, so she had to take her whole sweet time to come down the stairs. And as soon as I, I like, I felt all the rain coming on me. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get sick." And lo and behold, like that Saturday, that night, or that Sunday, I just started feeling it, and mm-hmm. I actually had to take a day off from work this week and just like rest up. And I thought I was getting better, but then, like, this morning, I was, I took a shower, and I couldn't smell my freaking soap, and then I was spraying my body, and I was like, wait, I can't smell my body splash, and I woke <laughs> up with swollen tonsils, so here we are. Dang, bro. <laughs> can't smell my body splash. <laughs> God, <I'm> so <laughs> mad. And I, and, like, I don't even feel, like, my nose is stuffy, but, like, clearly to you guys, I sound stuffy, so... Yeah. yeah. He went from Ev to Evan. Oh. Wow. See, I feel like you've done this to me before already on this uh, like yeah, on sure. an episode. And I feel everyone like really rude. <laughs> and my voice is already deep, so like here we are going even deeper. <laughs> it's all right. Going even deeper. It's fine. Oh wow. <sighs> I hope you feel better you? though. Yeah, I'm about to have like some ginger tea and some soup, so mm-hmm. and I got I don't have meds like that. I only have, like, like last night I chugged some NyQuil. But, like, I don't have anything for the daytime. Wow. So, just going to rely on some good old Haitian remedies and uh, hope for the best. Insisting. <laughs> How was the rest of y'all? How are you guys doing? Blah. I am blah. Then why are those This week has been a rough one. Mm. Yes. I've but- seen that for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's all Gucci. Um, but just trying to keep a clear headspace, which is hard to. And, um, yeah. I literally pulled the all-nighter on Thursday. I did not sleep at all. I was up from 8 to 11 the next day. Wow. I couldn't sleep. Mm. Could not sleep. So Dang. I just left and sat in my car and spoke oh, to some people. Lord. Yeah, and did a little midnight drive. But I'm all right. I'm good. Not the rest of you ladies. I'm doing well. Um, taking things one day at a time, you know. But I can't complain. Okay, okay. Sam, how you doing? <laughs> um, it's it's been like rough. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, just kind of watching layoffs of people I'm like just close to. Uh, my manager. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been hella rough, and just kind of having somewhat of somewhat of some anxiety because you're not sure from day to day if you're gonna have a job or not and that's hella mm-hmm. stressful um that definitely keeps me up at night it keeps me working harder almost overworked at this point um because i'm just like you know one slip they could just be like yo you're out of here so i struggle um with being productive outside of my job whether it's like oh let me like clean this or let me like call this person it's like it's all work at this point for me 
because I just don't know. And that scares the living daylights out of me. I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to be in that predicament. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a struggle for me. I hear you. It's tough. A tough time. For sure. I don't know. It's just going right now. We're currently on a new curfew. So we're from 3 p.m. to 7 a.m. So that's been happening. Wait, 3 p.m. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very early for Easter mm-hmm. weekend. How long is this um, curfew in effect for? The 3 p.m. to 7 a.m. It's for Easter weekend, so till Monday. Okay. And then on Tuesday, it goes back to, I believe it's 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning. But they're enforcing it and being very strict about it. No beaches, no rivers, no anything. Mm. Yo, speaking of the curfew, but I forgot what city is doing this. And they got in trouble because there's a curfew implemented. And the police thought that it was okay to drive around playing the freaking purge theme music, like the the purge sound. What? Yes. The the alarm? The alarm. The police did it. (laughs) It was on the news. I was dying. I actually find that That's hilarious. Right. But nah, low-key scary. That's hella scary. Yo, imagine if you're sleeping. Yes. And you actually, like, wake up, you pinch yourself, and you realize, oh, my God, it's happening. I knew right? it. Like, imagine. Right? I couldn't. No, no, Lord. Mm-mm. I forgot West City, though, but it was on the news. I was dying. That's crazy. Why would they think I mean... Oh, no. Like, did it keep like, them in the house? Like, yeah, that curious. was just scare people, I guess. But, like, who, like, they really sat there in the board meeting, like, yeah, we're going to play this. And they're gonna listen. And they're gonna stay in their house. Like really? But you know what? I would have stayed my ass in my house. So yeah. Honestly, sometimes I feel like law enforcement—they don't—they have intentions, but sometimes their execution is not that well. It's not good. You know. How is that like, the same thing across the board? Like I don't understand how East like. Not like, one person. No. Said, I don't know, guys. Let's, <laughs> let's sleep on it. Entertainment. They're bored. And there's levels of approval. That's what gets me is that there's when people come up with dumb ideas from companies, there's levels of approval, whether it's a bad commercial, bad like clothing, there's levels. People sign off to this stuff and then have to turn around and be like, oh my God, I'm sorry. But they have to go through levels of approval. So that means Dick, Tom, Harry, Jane, Jack, they all approved it before it came out. They all thought nah, it was okay. I think they just played it. I think they just played it. Played it. I don't think they got approval. You're probably right, Raven. Yeah, <laughs> because they are bored. Like yeah. they're probably bored right. out their freaking minds. So like, hey, let's just run down the let's just do it. Dark street and let's just mess with them real quick. Play this. Let's do like, it. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> no. Is that like triggering? Because, yeah, obviously, if you watch the Purge movie and everything like that, you know. But also, I think it was just a few weeks ago that um, I heard gun sales have increased and Uh things like that. So, like, for me, if I heard that, I'm like, oh, hell no. See, everybody's Uh about to die. What's happening? Uh I would be terrified. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. People have been. I don't know if this is just in. I don't remember, honestly, where I read it, to be Mm -hmm. quite honest. But I don't know if it's just in Texas or if this was um, somewhere else. I wouldn't be surprised if it's texas right what's so, say texas makes sense so, yeah but i've heard definitely that increased and i'm just like okay so why why are people like gearing up yeah, yeah sorry shanae i know you were talking about the curfew in jamaica and that just made me think about what happened in some city in, in the states i have a question for you ladies 
What's one thing that you've learned about yourself during this time of isolation? I'm an alcoholic. I don't know isolation for the... Well, well, go ahead Let's and ponder. Cer- certain ponder, think about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm the ponder, baby. I already knew that. That's uh, a- Let's circle yeah. back to that one. <laughs> we'll I table feel like that. We all knew, as Christelle, <laughs> we'll table that. We'll table that. <laughs> <laughs> F y'all. <laughs> I hate y'all so freaking much. Um, Not true, but go off, sis. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think I've learned anything. I just maybe reassured myself that I like being alone. Like, I like my space. <laughs> reassured. <laughs> yeah, like, I see everybody, like, going crazy and just, like, not knowing what to do with themselves. And I was like, well, I'm perfectly fine here. Like, I, I do this on a normal. Like, this is my normal. So... It's reassuring to me, like, yeah, Evelyn, like, you can do this. Like, this is fine for you. Like, what every, the, the whole new normal for everyone else has always been my normal. So, and I'm okay. I was thinking it. the exact same thing. Because I'm like, I feel like I've been in isolation for the past two years. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. So, nothing like seems new to me. I will stay inside and don't go anywhere. And don't right. I mean, I like having the option to. Yeah. But. Like, I have no problem. I truly do not know how we are all friends, and I am such a hugger. Like, I am too. Oh, no, I'm not going to say I don't like to hug and stuff, but I like my space. Like I think you're I more think okay than the usual person. Yeah. Yeah, on that I'm definitely level, a hugger. I'm a hugger, too. I'm just a hugger, because even when I meet people for the first time, I like to kind of hug, depending. Yeah, I'm a hugger, too. I hugged Danae's mom. She came over really quick, and I had to hug her, and I felt like it was illegal. and i was like oh my god something's gonna happen but i like really could not help myself like and everyone knows Denise's mom is like my like second mom i could not help myself i was like i need to hug this one i hugged it twice i was like oh my god that's it i'm gonna die like i got the virus like i really thought that for a few minutes but yeah i agree i'm definitely a hugger i i realized in myself that i like i really like touch i like communication Um, I'm very big on that. Like, and I was like talking to Shane last night, like pandemic or not, like I like communication and I'm realizing that more. And I look, I'm looking at people a lot differently because of it. Um, and I realized how much people won't contact you. Um, and you know, and it's, it's weird, but that's not what I've noticed about myself. I realized I have a shoe problem. Um, I realized I have a lot of shoes because I'm not stopping. Um, and like, I have a bag of shoes that I'm going to give away, but it's not that big. Um, I, yeah, I have a pair of sneakers on the way. Like, that's a problem. And there's a lot of things that need to go. I'm realizing like in my room that there's just stuff that's been in here for a while that just kind of needs to go. So I'm like slowly cleaning things and I'm like finding old birthday cards and, like old stuff that like they don't even need to be in here anymore. Like it's a lot, but that's the other thing. And I'm realizing I'm getting lonely. I hug my mom like six times a day. At this point. <laughs> um, but I do like I miss my friends. I miss like kind of being out. I miss seeing people. Like I just I miss things. You know, I miss the outside mm-hmm. world. I guess. So I have like I'm an extrovert, but I do have in- introverted tendencies where I can be alone, but I can't be alone that long. You know, um, so yeah. 
that's what I've learned. That's true. I mean, similar to Evan Shinee, I don't mind being inside away <laughs> from people. I've been doing that forever. But um, I think I'm always, I'm a homebody, but I also do things. So I'll go out and like, I'll go grab groceries, like simple things. And I'll go say, I want to get things for a DIY I want to do, like things like that. So not being able to just get up and do that. I feel like that part is like, oh, dang, I can't go to Lowell's right now. Okay. Yeah. I have to stay here. And like those little things that kind of catch me here and there. But otherwise, like, I don't mind being alone. I have learned that, um, or maybe it's just <laughs> confirmation that I am very anal about things like in my house. Um, <laughs> and where they're placed and how they are. But I've also been in this really creative space where I'm trying new things, doing new things, um, whether that's just adding new pieces to different spaces in my house or adding on new habits, things like that. So it's been a very creative process for me. And I've, I haven't been this creative in a long time. Um, so I feel like I'm learning that there's a lot more creativity than I give myself for me so it's been a really transformative time for me good but I'm not gonna lie I'm ready to like they need to open the outside back up because I feel like <laughs> like yesterday I was on a, a conference call it was actually just the two of us she's an older woman and she ended the call by saying I love you and I don't think she realized it <laughs> but because I, I think she's just been alone for so long that's real but yeah, I just let it rock. I was like, okay. And I hung up, but... <laughs> I know Evelyn reads every hour. <laughs> I was like, wait. I was like, you know what, sis? I'm gonna let you rock. Like, it's whatever. But I think it's time for us to go outside, though. Hell yeah. This is not for everyone. Like, It's not. It's not for everyone. A lot yeah. of people are going through a lot of, like, oh. mental health issues. And, like, yeah. like get me started about those experiencing DV. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's been Rihanna. hard for me to. Yeah. Shout out to Rihanna and the, mm -hmm. the uh, studio Twitter. They, mm -hmm. They're collabing together to um, put some money towards that issue of domestic violence. Um, yeah. So shout out to them. And also to the children out there that are in abusive homes. And, you know, yeah. my heart goes out to them. I'm, that's I just, crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's a tough time right now. Yeah. Imagine like hearing that, like, there's a stay in place and the person that you can't stand has to be home with you all day every day yeah uh -oh. mm -hmm. yeah that's tough it's hard it's really hard but yeah well then so like with the whole isolation thing beyond that how have you guys been staying connected i know we have social media which there's so much going on on social media everybody's on there right now Mm -hmm. So that's like a good thing, entertaining, distracting, all of that for people during this time. But how are y'all being able to stay connected with friends, family? Um, are you being creative in how you're staying staying connected? I know I've been uh, doing little lunch hours <laughs> with a lot of family and friends or hopping on video chat with my nieces and nephew and things like that, trying to just keep that line of communication going, those check-ins as much as possible. It's so easy to get caught up in like our own thing, but like checking in with folks and reconnecting with a lot of people. Um, so that's been really nice and family and things. Yeah, I've, um, I mean, I usually do this anyway, but I've like looked at my text messages 
and I've gone down and I've like literally hit up people like all around the same hour. Um, just to like check in, I comment a lot more on people's like, um, so like IG stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Hey, hope all is well. Just, just to check in because I know it's like I said, it's not easy. And I think that it's very, um, easy to kind of put on a face, you know, like, Hey guys, when in reality you like are dying inside. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's what I found to be like. Positive. Absolutely. Yeah. Me and my other girls, we, um, we had like a little, wine meet up on zoom and stuff like that uh, just cute. to catch up like i feel like i talk to you guys on a daily and then the same goes with like my family and friends um you know just here and there checking checking on my brothers um checking in on my like little cousins and just making sure everybody's fine um mm-hmm. but i'm just glad that we are in the day and age where we have so many avenues to reach someone like this. can you imagine how this happening back before like anything (laughs) like imagine Mm -hmm. this was before like the internet but imagine this was before social media like people would definitely be going crazy so i'm going nuts it would spread even faster than it is doing now imagine how many letters you have to write i'm not doing some letters yo them stamps like that's gonna add up like right oh and remember when there was no call waiting imagine how many people are gonna call you right couldn't do it lord Mm-hmm. Pups in a string. Yeah. yeah, like I love how people are being creative. Um, I, my boss is telling me that her daughter was like, you know, missing her friend, so she put her gar- her daughter in the car, and they she drove her to her friend's house, and they all sat in like a in the driveway, six feet apart, in like lawn chairs, and just talked. Oh, so you know, people are getting creative, and it's like I'm just happy that we have social media. Yeah, I'm so happy, so can- Lord reach multiple people because i don't know how we would have done it back in the day no people have to be super creative oh my <laughs> right. God. i think people will be risking it all <laughs> all of it <laughs> no seriously it, yeah the world would be shut down yeah i'm doing the same thing y'all doing like doing the house parties facetimes um just checking in with people nothing really nothing really crazy getting invited to different clubs to go to oh yeah <laughs> Like I absolutely, a, I brought my mom to a Tory Lanez club. You know, oh my, you brought your mom to Tory. I Lanes brought my mom to Tory. What Lanes. you brought your mom to Tory um, Lanez club? I brought you brought your mom to Quarantine Radio, bro. I brought wow, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine Radio, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> oh my god! I, I brought Kim to Quarantine Radio, and uh she enjoyed herself a little bit until because she's like, "Well, what do I have to do?" I was like. Just shake that ass, bounce it, twerk. Go ahead, sis. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, I can't twerk, I can't twerk. And then she heard milk. She said, Oh no, Simone, I'm leaving. I am out of here. I am. (laughs) What? Milk? Oh, girl is raunchy. Quarantine. It is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. If you love ass, this is this was made for you yeah it's, <laughs> yeah so, and it's not only like it's not like they only have like big asses like they're not discriminating i've seen a couple flatbacks and you know mm-hmm. it's been entertainment people with no with no rhythm mm-hmm. but 
It is job of people be doing the absolute most. I'm Wait, just, she's still okay. confused. Bring it back. Explain exactly. Oh, okay. Like, they're really just on there shaking their ass. I don't understand. Well, Tori Lanes is the uh, the jockey. <laughs> she is the radio host, and people will call in, aka video video in, and they have to like twerk for like thirty seconds. And if they do a good job, then they can they can post their cash app, and people would like tip them. But like people be doing like. They're trying to get money, so they they got to go to the extreme and they'll pour a little milk on their ass or some. So this is a virtual strip club. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it is. (laughs) People, but you know, um, IG has guidelines, and he's been in like court. He's been in jail several times because people don't know how to keep their clothes on. But yeah, it's pure entertainment. I love his voice. I think it's mad funny. He stays in character for hours. Like it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And That's the sound effects, the words—it's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a question for y'all. So I've been thinking about experiences, just life experiences, and how one little moment in your life, like that one turn, that one look, that one hello to that person, alters. <laughs> the rest of your life like it sends you down a certain path diving into that thought and listening to um some conversations about it and reading some things about it it was just like really interesting how when you think about it it's like wow if I didn't meet this person I wouldn't have had this that and the third happen or that one moment where I tripped and broke my leg and like you know little things like that that really alter the next steps in our life. And I'm like, okay, so what is something, if there is something that I would change? I mean, would I even want to change it? Because I feel like everything happens for a reason. We go through things for a reason. Experiences teaches us things. Um, Whether it's a hard experience or a good experience, we have to go through it. Is there anything that you guys would say like I wish I could just delete this from my life or I wish I could have shut this person down I wish I would have walked away and during this whole situation that you feel would have altered your life in maybe a positive way or would you guys just leave everything the same so after you saying that the first thing that popped into my mind was me and my baby father's relationship um if no one knew out of y'all I was dating someone while I was messing with him so the fact that while engaging with this child, I get pregnant, I would have never seen that coming. And I feel like if that never happened, I wouldn't be where I was today. So, like, you know, still went to school, got my master's, um, you know, progressing in life that way, getting my own car, like just pushing myself a little bit further than I think I would have if I had never gotten pregnant. So it was a positive it was definitely a positive. My gay behind got pregnant and... <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it definitely helped. Like, it, it definitely helped. It taught me a lot about myself also, um, dealing with him. Um, yeah, we obviously knew that we were we would be better off as friends than in a relationship because it wasn't going to happen. We both wanted the same thing, pussy. It, it just wasn't happening. So... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was definitely a positive um leaving that one relationship getting with him getting pregnant and then having my son you know definitely formed the raven i guess you could say today um 
it's so it's the cliche of oh um you know i wouldn't change anything because this <laughs> is who i am today i just have what ifs <laughs> like mm-hmm. i i wish because growing up like my mom was really strict on me and she honestly didn't even want me to live on campus she wanted me to go to school in the state and like come be a commuter basically and i was like no i'm living on campus but if i had it my way i really wanted to like go to school down south like that's my question for myself or like what I ponder on like damn how would life have been had I like went and got moved back down south um Mm -hmm. to get my 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 degrees um but as far as now I mean I guess going back to that saying it is everything happens for a reason I am the way I am it, it's meant to be this way. God saw it fit that I stayed in Massachusetts, that I went to my Ida, that I met you guys as friends, that I met the people that come across. And I don't have any regrets in terms of that. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that because, yeah, like I said, I, I definitely believe everything happens for a reason. We go through experiences for a reason. But I also can't lie and say I never think and like think about certain moments like, dang, I wish I never opened that door. Like, I wish <laughs> I wish I said this instead of that. And then maybe that would have changed things or something like that, of course. But then when I dive in deeper and really reflect on it, even those things where I'm just like, oh, when I like cringe, when I think about those moments in my life, I'm still just like, yeah but look at where I am now. Right. Those things definitely shaped me in some way. Either it built that wall or it made me stronger. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a part of growth at the end of it all. Definitely. Um, I definitely could agree to what Evelyn said concerning school. I don't really live my life with regrets or anything. There's just certain things that I would have changed or it's just like the what if. Uh, college was definitely one of them because I originally did apply and wanted to go to NCAT, North Carolina A&T. But my parents, but my mother especially, was not having it. Like, no. So that, I always question, like, damn, if I did go to, like, A&T or even another HBCU, like, you know, what would have happened? Sometimes I really think, like, things would be different. Um, But then I obviously can't dwell too much on it because I'm going to weigh myself down on something that mm-hmm. I have no proof or evidence of what would have become. And, like, mm-hmm. I do have to take it as, like, everything happened for a reason. The next thing is I always... There's only another thing that I sometimes want to take back is, like, my grandfather passing away. I just feel like there's just... There's a lot of things that's unsaid. And, like, before he passed, for months... I had a letter that I had wrote to him. Um, he lived here in Jamaica, and I never sent it off. And I actually just found the letter the other day when I was in um, up in the states, and I it's t- it's like sealed. It has a stamp on it, and I just looked at it, and I just like threw it back in my box. Um, but I never sent it, and I know in there there's like a picture of me, and it's like a four-page letter, uh, haha, Aaliyah. But and that's something that bothers me all the time because I feel like I never, I didn't execute on certain 
actions that needed to be done. It's like you do it part way and then you don't finish it. So I just wish that I had built a strong relationship. But then again, I have to take everything as that everything happens for a reason. A wise person always told me that in every negative situation, there's a positive. That's just for you to find what that positive is. You might not see it now, but you'll see it eventually. But everything happens for a reason. You know, you losing your job, you might be upset. Like, damn, I have no income. I lost my job. But maybe you, that job was just seasonal. It was there to bring you on to the next job. You have to learn that skill. So there's a lot of events that has happened in my life that I just don't care for. But I take it as I needed to learn something maybe about myself or how to treat um, someone else or apply something else moving forward. So, yeah, I think every event in your life matters and is there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ev and um, Shanae, there was a point where I knew I did a presentation. I was like, I'm going to University of Alabama in Birmingham. I already knew that's where I was going to go. Um, I was very convinced even by like 2000, like maybe 11 or 10, I was looking at an apartment that my um, uncle's friend had. I was like, yo, I'm moving. That's it. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, even after college, I was convinced and I knew that after that, I was going to find a guy and we were going to have a baby and we were going to get married. That's what I was going to do. Um, and I mean, there's no, there's no way I was going to, that was even going to happen, even if I did all those things. Um, but I do kind of regret not being in the South, but then kind of going to the South, I'm like, I'm just a little racist here. And I realized maybe I'm a, you know, more of that city girl, but I just was convinced that I was supposed to be in the South. So that that's not a big regret, but I do remember like, dang, I should have did that. I have like two more. One was, um, and kind of like Shanae, I regret not taking um one of my best friends up on an offer to hang with her um Therese hit me up and was like hey we should go to Martha's Vineyard and I was like girl I have to go to uh I have to go to Alabama I have to go to a, f- a family reunion and at the time I didn't know my family like that so I was like I'm definitely gonna take the opportunity I said girl we can definitely go next year or we can definitely plan and then she passed not too long after that and mm-hmm. so I still remember to this day the um text message like girl we should go to Martha's Vineyard because we always went we knew a lot of people down there and it's been a while we were of age um because I think around the last time we were like 20 so around this time we're like 22 and I was like no girl I was like well we can definitely go and I swear this was like months before and um yeah and she passed not too long after that so I do regret that but then the other side is like well I wouldn't have met even the little bit of family that I have that I've met that are my age so it's like I still like kind of battle the two Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are those are maybe the two. I have one more, but I kind of forgot. Well, taking it even a step further, is there a certain memory? Because I read this article, and I wish I had it in front of me, but this was a like couple months ago. I had I read an article that it was being talked about um, coming up with some type of pill that people can take to, or was it a pill? Well, there was something that people can do where they can tell you what memory they wanted to eliminate. So like they would go in and they would say, okay, from like 2000, let's see, October of 2015, we'll eliminate all that for you. And you can just forget about it, which would mean you would forget the people during that time, like any specific memories, um, traumas, whatever the case may be during that specific time that you wanted it to be taken out. I can't remember if it was like a pill you would take or if they went in and did like some type of surgical procedure or something like that. But is there a memory that you just would want to forget? Would you guys do that type of thing if it ever was to come true or they would figure out the science behind it? Nah. 
Nope. Not even. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Only because I live life with no regrets. Like, no matter what happens, it happened for a reason. So, no matter the good or the bad, I need to find the purpose of that situation and continue on with it. So, no, I do not want to take a pill. I will never take a pill or any surgical procedure to remove any part of my life. Absolutely not. Well, it wouldn't remove your life. It would just remove your memory remove, of it. Yeah, no. It would, no. No. Absolutely not. I agree with Raven to an extent. I feel like everything it is purpose. Like, there is a reason why. Even, I don't care if it's the most painful. I don't care if it triggers me and makes me cry or whatever it is. Like, it's given me strength. It's given me empowerment. It's given me, it's taught me what I wanted, what I don't want. Um, so I don't think I would ever leave anything if I had the opportunity to. Like, I mean, of course, like, maybe the death of my father or something like that. But, I mean, it's just, it's still a part of Evelyn. I feel like if that was to be gone, then a piece of Evelyn is gone, and I don't want that. And that's true, because if you would eliminate that particular memory, you would forget everything, but the people involved in that memory wouldn't. So, like, they could walk up to you or see you and they'll be like, hey, or like, there could be some animosity there for some reason and you wouldn't even know. <laughs> You'd be like, right? I don't And y'all already know my memory is trash. It is. Right? <laughs> my memory is trash and I already don't like that. So for that to be gone completely, <laughs> nah. For me, I what well, my first answer was going to be like, hell yeah, because I feel like I reflect way too much on why I am the way that I am. And I'm not saying that like I blame people, but certain events definitely shape me into how I am and it's not for the better. Um, I try, now I'm in a position where I, I kind of want to see like, oh, if, well, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't be, you know, this strong. I wouldn't be able to, you know, say like this affected me and try to move from it. But I realized, I just think back so far. I think back as far as like 2006, I think. And it sucks. And so I think if I was able to see the beauty in someone rather than the negative, then maybe things would be different for me and how I act. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard question. But I feel like I would, but then I wouldn't because it shaped me and blah, blah, blah. But there's just some things that I think about way too much. And I don't want to bring that into other relationships, meaning just friends, just relationships overall. Like, I don't want to bring that. But I can't help but to reflect on that. So, I mean, I still want to know the person because there's some people who I feel like, you know, there has been some trouble there, but I wish that, like, I just saw the beauty in them. I mean, I do that still, but I just wish that I didn't reflect a lot on the event and how it happened and how could they do that. I just wish that I could just kind of not necessarily move on, but I wish I just didn't think about it. Absolutely. Um, Sam, like, and y'all already know my experiences with, like, dating and stuff like that, but, like, my first relationship, it was all peaches and cream. Like, it was all good. And I went into my next one super naive, thinking, like, okay, well, you know, if I treated this person like that, I'm automatically going to get the same treatment, too. So if that was gone, if that piece of me was gone, I wouldn't have known, like, okay, Evelyn, this is what you deserve. This is what you're not going to tolerate. This. There are certain people that are like that. Because I categorized or I only had one type of notion in terms of, like, what a relationship was like. Mm. But experiencing what I experienced after that, I'm like, okay, Evelyn, there are certain ones that you just do that are not, you know, good for you. So even though it was hurt and turmoil, 
it still helped me to realize, okay, but Evelyn, this is not what is is good. Like, yeah, there's sunshines and rainbows, but there is also this, you know, hurt. Right, absolutely. And again, like, imagine if that memory is deleted in terms of, like, uh, a relationship, a bad relationship or something like that. Let's say you met that person again and it happened all over again. Now that that would be... (laughs) That would be insane. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, like you deleted the memory for a reason. Right, bro. To write you back into away. your life. <laughs> bro. And because That's you don't remember, they're like, oh, hey. And you're like, hi. You know, like nothing happens. And boom. It's like a, it's a it cycle. Well, what does that even say? Like, okay, that memory is deleted. But then what does that say to you as a person if you are drawn right back into that? Mm. Mm-hmm. That they were there for a reason. That exactly. They were there, no matter what heartache or stress or bullshit they put into your life at that time, they were there for a reason. Yeah, so. like, we could all be like, yo, Christelle, don't do it. Like, that nigga f- you up. But then, like, there is something drawing you to go right back. Mm-hmm. Child. I mean, we're all drawn to people for a certain reason. That never goes away. Child, who the hell are you talking? Yes, that is a fact. I don't think. I would want to be involved with that because I'm going to overanalyze everything and be like, they're going to take more memory than me. <laughs> they're going to take more memory. I'm going to think about the what if. Like, what if they take another piece of memory that I want to keep? And then, like, everything in my head is patchy. <laughs> That's true. Because then how do ah, you're missing a piece? Like, yeah. Exactly. That's patchy. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then, like, I don't remember how the situation happened. Or, like, let's say they take out the result of maybe, like, the pain that I felt from it. But I still have this <laughs> this weird thing where, like, I can remember this one person or ex for some reason keeps popping up in my head. But I don't know anything about him in a weird way or mm-hmm. how it ended. But I see flashes of, like, me and him going on dates. Mm-hmm. This is like the born identity. Y'all watch that movie? I have, yes. I have, but I don't That's exactly, it. yeah, it's like they took a, a, his memory out, like, they, they implanted something into him, and then removed a piece of his memory. And then, like, but he knows that he, he knows how to fight and all that stuff. And it fucked up his life, and then, like, but slowly, the memories came back to him. But that's what mm. it, this is reminding me of. And that's how, yeah. think about childhood, like, um, think about certain habits that we have, certain things, they're all a part of our memory, like, those who all of a sudden they're like oh my goodness uh i didn't realize i was so good at playing the piano as an adult or something but they forgot when they were little they would play it all the time those are all memories and all triggers that eventually come back up like flashes and things and i feel like that would happen like i said i was watching um gray's anatomy and somebody got a, a brain tumor removed and you know there's certain stuff for this person to regain like consciousness and when they woke up they were speaking french mm. And I forgot the term that it's called, but she learned French as a kid. Um, mm. And it was suppressed. And, you know, so, like, I feel like that's something that could happen to us. Like, I know I feel like I've suppressed some memories from childhood without realizing that I did. But And then, like, what if by accident they take a piece of another memory? Nah, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. A place where they weren't supposed to touch? Yeah, like, they yeah. clipped a piece of another memory by accident or whatever mm-hmm. the situation is mm-hmm. right that would be such a risk mm-hmm. i remember sometimes memories lead into other memories mm-hmm. so you might hate Absolutely. a situation or go through a bad experience 
But I don't know. Let's say like you ladies was there through that trauma. We might hate it, but then like two hours later, it was good because we ended up on a yacht. Like I don't know. <laughs> like at least, and then that yacht leads to a whole nother memory. Mm-hmm. So it's just like not gonna do it. Patchy. You know what memory they can they can snip? I, I think I found one itty bitty memory they can snip. <laughs> and bigger me, I don't know if you remember, but remember when I first found out I was pregnant. And it was me and the person, and then we ran to your room, and then we were trying to figure out who was going to let Christelle know that I was pregnant. <laughs> and she was in class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll never> <laughs> That's one that could probably, because, you know, she was, I'm scared of Christelle. Everybody, if there's one person I'm scared of, it's her. Um, so having to tell her that I was pregnant was, like, so traumatizing. And she busted through Shanae's room, walking back and forth, like, that's probably one. Oh, real aggressive. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like it was aggressive. It was. Because <laughs> you planned out my entire life for the next however many months. <laughs> before the boy came into the world, so. That was funny. But, but yes, I mean, I feel like, I went back and forth when I first heard about this whole thing. I was like, well, there are some memories that are truly traumatic that I would love to just forget um but then i'm just like as many of you were saying it can lead to another memory or it has led to another memory or it has shaped me into again the person i am now what i went through and everything like that so i wouldn't do it but then i thought about those people who have been who have really traumatic horrifying lives where they've experienced some really crazy nasty things like rape um dv situations uh their whole family being massacred or something like those are hard things to live with to keep in your memory um and i feel like those people if they could be given that option if they would do it if i felt like if i was in that type of position i would strongly consider it because how can a lot of people can't live with that no I absolutely agree. I feel like, you know, people that do experience such traumas as those, I'm, you know, I I know for a fact that they would even hesitate. They would pay whatever amount of money it is to remove Mm -hmm. such memories. And so that also makes me think like, okay, well, Evelyn, then you're kind of in a space where you're kind of fortunate then. If there's nothing that you're thinking about that's worth removing, then you have a lot to be grateful for. Mm, that's true that's true yeah that's true that's so true it could be far worse but so thank you for making us think about our lives you know oh yeah we don't ever stop and think about every single detail that got us to this moment like i know like i'm not gonna sit here and say like everything was peachy keen for me like some people don't even know i was homeless some people don't know like i experienced certain things Mm -hmm. um you know try six people living in a one-bedroom home or like there's certain things however I still don't feel like it's worth me going through an experience where I'm like, yeah, please remove that memory right there. Because mm. what? how does that benefit me? Like, what was, how does removing that memory then, you know, traject or like, what is it going to do for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. How am I moving yeah. forward without that memory? Does, is it good? Like, I don't understand what that benefit would be for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I definitely feel like it's worth thinking about like life our lives sometimes and our experiences and everything in a bigger scope because we get lost in being in that 
like being in one moment where we're not thinking, wow, like I've been through a lot. I've done a lot. And every little step has gotten me here to this actual moment. And it's, it's really crazy when you really dive into it and you're like, wow, I didn't realize like this one little incident would alter or send me down this path. Because like how you girls were talking about college, you had a whole plan. You had a whole thing, but then something shifted. Mm-hmm. One little thing shifted and brought you down another path just interesting to really think about and I think about like my mom when you're saying that because my mom wasn't always in the church like she grew up just you know living life to the point where um when my mom I my father left when I was about five years old and she had sent us to live with my grandmother like she sent me and my younger brother to live with my grandmother uh, grandmother and my older brother to New York and this is one testimony she'll like say every day like in church or something um she was so desperate to get my father back that she decided to go to like a priestess, like a voodoo priestess to get like voodoo stuff done. And she said she was walking down the street and like a light flashed and she tripped and broke and she tripped and fell and everything that she had broke. So the thing that she was supposed to do her ceremony with. And after that day, that's when she decided to go into the church. I feel like she was like, I feel like God was also speaking to her before that, but she no, just kept going about her life. But I feel like that moment then triggered her to go into church. And then now I'm, you know, I was raised in church. But had everything was successful with that little voodoo thing, whatever she was going to do. Who knows how I would have been? Who knows if I would have been alive? Who knows, like, mm. what kind of things could have been on my life? So um, when I think of that, like, or that question, I think about, like, my mom's testimony about how that one day, she then woke up was like no i need to change my life that's real that's so wild that you like say that because um my mom like i love my parents everyone knows i love my parents but i can never imagine them together and i always think like if my mom didn't leave what would our household look like how much frightened would we do would i have already left to go to alabama like would my dad have gotten on my nerves so much that you know would we be alive like i do think about that a lot. And I remember having a dream and I hated it so much that my parents got back together and I was like, mom, don't you ever do that. Because my dad always hits on my mom. Like, my dad hits on my mom. If you watch Golden Girls and you watch how, like, Stan in, um, what's her mm, name? Dorothy. Dorothy, how they act. That's how my parents act. And my mm-hmm. my dad is so like, come on, baby. Like, And my mom's like, boy, if you don't get out of here. So I <laughs> always often think about, like, if we really were a family, like, how much would there be another child and things like that. So I'm kind of grateful that my mom left because life would have been so different for the for all of us. Same, I agree. I completely agree, Sam. Because, ew, my mother and father, if that was ever, <laughs> like, excuse me. Not happening, bro. Nah, I, I can't see it. I don't want to see it. I have thought about it. Like, what if they were, you know, together, they formed me, and then then what would happen? Maybe my brother wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that is so, ugh, God, no. Hell no. I could not see. It would. It probably would have been a toxic household because yes. my father would have been throwing bowls. Like, yes. I'm too much like him. He's too much like me. We would have been, we would have been getting at it all Uh the time. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) me and my dad get into it. We would have gotten into it so much. I know for a fact I would have moved out as soon as college 
or whatever, I would have been out. Of, I would have been out of the house. Girl, I'll never forget. The man told me he left for work. I was staying with him because I told him I was like, I'm leaving. I'm gonna go live with my father. Dumbest thing ever Raven could have ever said in her life. But I stayed with him, and it was me and my other brother. And he came home. He was like, "You ain't washed the dishes, Simone. That's what your job is to do." I said, "Nigga, who are you talking to? Huh? You ain't." I was like, "I ain't washing your shit." I put this shit in here. I'm not washing your shit. Who are you talking to, bro? You're not talking to me like that. My brother's like, Simone, chill. I said, nah, who is this? I called my mother so quick. I said, Kim, you need to um, get this man. She, I told you, but no, you ain't want to listen. Now you want to come back home? <laughs> now you see where home is? Da, da, da. Yo, I can never see a life with both my parents no, in a I cohesive relationship. Yeah, like, no. I agree because... <laughs> When my siblings and I moved back to Florida, my parents were trying to work it out. I would hear them arguing. And I found myself as a kid, like, mommy, you know, saying this to myself, like, mommy, please stop talking because I wanted my daddy in the house. Like, I wanted a father. However, if he stayed, it would have been an abusive and toxic situation for my mom. And she would have been unhappy. And the whole dynamic of the household would have been happy. Like, he could have been a good father to me, but he could have been like very bad for my mom so that would you know change my upbringing so yeah i as much as i wanted as a kid to have my dad around and be in the house i saw the signs that it would have been a very toxic household yes 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 and i realized my dad makes fried eggs i don't like fried eggs wow Sam. <laughs> what <laughs> i don't like fried eggs that's, that's that's it for you that's that's the cutoff I just realized he one time made me a sandwich and it had a fried egg in it. And I go, I don't like fried eggs. I like scrambled. So uh, that was just like a sign that I was like, okay, like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> that was, some- but it was, it was more of, but it just like kind of let me know that like he kind of didn't know me. My mom knows that. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom knows I don't eat fried eggs. I eat scrambled. So it was kind of like. I don't know. It was kind of like an eye opener for me. I mean, it was funny, but I just knew that at that point, I was like, "Yeah, I couldn't handle it." Cause you, that was nice. You made me a sandwich, but I don't like fried eggs. So, <laughs> damn, Daddy could have learned how to make it though for you. But he could have asked too, like, "Hey, Sam, I'm about to do this." Like, he could have. I, I ate it though. If that makes anyone feel better, I did eat it because I didn't want him to feel bad. But still, he could have just asked, and he would have known. I get it. It was like he just assumed that that's... He, what like, it. yeah, it was more like he, he just assumed. Like, he was and so proud of himself. He's like, I'm about he to did. And so, to my daughter. And look yeah, at and if he, anybody knows my father, he is like, yeah, he was, he loves him some, like, I have a nickname, but he loves his daughter. So, and I know he was happy to make that for me, and I ate it. But in my back of my head, I'm like, oh my god, I hate fried eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this does bring us to the deck where we do talk about our favorite king, queen, joker, and jackass of the week. I have a guy and girl, jackass and joker. And it goes to Yaya Mayweather and NBA Youngboy, right? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's puppy love. We don't keep going back to the same nigga. We've all experienced it. But Yaya Mayweather is the daughter of the richest freaking, I swear, athlete, freaking Money Mayweather. And she's dating this rapper. I've never even heard a song from this little boy. Um, <laughs> boy. And he just, you know, he's a rapper having his life, like living his life. He's going through women. She thinks she's the only one, whatever the case is. But they're getting the jackass and joker of the week this week because I don't know what happened. 
All I know is Yaya stabbed a girl that he had over. And it's like, sweetheart, baby, you don't need that in your life at all. Stabbed she, a girl? Is she, she, she stabbed the girl yeah, that he had over. Um, Wasn't it his baby mother? I, I have no yeah. idea. But mm-hmm. baby, she stabbed him. I, I don't know if he's the one who released her from prison, like Reese Bell. I don't know. But then he felt the need to go on live because Kodak mm-hmm. Black, who's in jail, uh, felt the need to share his input on what was going on, which I don't understand how. I don't know if he made a phone call and had somebody tweet on his behalf. I don't know. It got back to him and being a young boy. He decided to go on live with Yaya behind him. And they're just like threatening each other and cussing each other out. And then he like mentioned Floyd May- Mayweather in the whole mm. thing. And it was just like, that's so unnecessary. Yeah, wow. Um, I think he called father like a bitch ass song. I'm like that, yeah. Now, if that man puts his hands on you, like, who gonna stop him? Like, you, I don't know. But it was just like, yes, we get it. You guys are young. Puppy love is cute, but it's not this cute. Like, y'all going way too far, girl. And now, and I know she wouldn't want to take that pill or whatever, because mm-hmm. maybe... You know, you now she's looking at ninety-nine years in prison. Ninety-nine years and a ten-thousand-dollar fine. Yes, so she pay that. I don't think she's gonna. Pay, I don't think fine. she's. Yeah, the fine is okay, but however, you're not. You're you risking your life though, mm-hmm. like. Your and why is she let her? Why is she let him talk about her daddy like that? That's what I'm saying. Why you let you? You are well. And the chicken is young. The baby mother is gonna be 19- involved in. For a, in for a the big mother time. is gonna be involved in um NBA's life for a long time because the child yeah, is like is. about four or five or something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So younger than eight. Years. So oh fourteen more years that they're gonna be in his life. But looking right. at Yaya Mayweather, it looks like there's something wrong with yeah, her mentally. Like, like the so it's not connecting. Mm, well, her dad ain't all that together. I don't think so. You know, yeah. he's not. He's not. And I don't want to judge on his parents and skills. You know, I don't know who, what he did and how like, mm. whatever. But just looking at her and from a social worker perspective, she's not all the way there. Yeah. Money not. can't solve everything. Okay. Nope. It cannot. Nor it, fame. It cannot. Mm. It cannot. So, I don't know. Jackass. Yeah, so. they are my jackass and jokers. They, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, run, girl. It, I, but you know what? She didn't run because after she got released, she was in his bed. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That don't make no type of none. sense. None. 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 No type of sense. None. Maybe she needs to delete him from her memory. That's yes. all I'm saying. She would, you know, but she won't. But she, she won't. won't. She, she won't. won't. Right. Cause she uh, was right back there, not like let me just like stay home, nah, chill. Like, come on, no, get out of here. It's territorial, you know. That's if that's who she wants to be with at this mm-hmm. point. Not gonna realize till way later. Oh, no. if, if that's who she yeah. wants to be with right now, it's whatever. She's gonna defend her territory, which Hell is yeah. at yeah. this point, and you gotta go. And okay, I got locked up because I stabbed her. I don't feel no type of way about it. My oh. baby came and released me, and now we're back and together. You feel like you won, exactly. Right. exactly. That girl. It's, yeah, so exactly. exactly. And there's nothing that, that none girl. of us can do about it. And they can, she, they can, she can sit down with every single therapist, Doctor Phil, and them. At the end of the day, she's gonna be with who she wants to be with, and that's yep. it. And there's that's nothing it. any of us can do about it. not her daddy, not her mama. Even though she was holding hands with her mom, I saw in the shape room. Yeah, I saw but that. 
still, like, at the end of the day, she's going to do what she wants to do, regardless of the age. She's still going to be with him. She, and even if we, hey, stay in this box forever, she's still going to find a way to sneak to be with him anyway. So but, okay. let her make her mistake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You right. But, but like the okay, you could go the keep going back and forth, but like stabbing and you about that's to, extreme. That's you're going a little you're 19 years old. You're gonna risk your life because he no, had no, a, she risked past yeah, tense. Okay. Past <laughs> you're right, past tense. You risked ED. You said have, originally she had two knives in her hands. Yes, you was, was coming like, to fight. Yes, you like, uh, fight. But you know what? Like, let's be real. We've all been in a situation when you're in a relationship or you're in, like, and you get crazy independent. Like, I don't know the situation. I was not there. But I know that I've witnessed and I've been in situations that when it's the heat of the moment, you bug out. It's like you snap. Mm -hmm. Or like how Christelle said, I think it was the last episode, like, black out. You're not going to realize your actions till the end. Like, Christelle wanted bodies. (laughs) But that situation, like, this girl, she just saw that this girl was in the house. She shouldn't be there. And you know, maybe there's stuff leading up to it. Like, maybe her and the girl have exchanged words and, you know, different disrespect. So now that they see each other on site, it's on site. And that's just what it is. A knife, you pick up anything that's by hand. Because I know I'm swinging on anything and whatever, using any object. I'm not justifying it, but we know when you're in the heat of the moment, especially as females, there's no conscious thinking. No. Yeah, but that's why I said, too, like, we don't know. We don't even know really what the story is. We no, just know what has been reported because maybe right. they do have an underlying History. issue with each other because clearly that's just no side chick. Yeah. That's not a side chick. That's a mother. <laughs> so I'm sure that there's pre-conversations that have been made between all three of them, NBA, mm-hmm. the baby mother, and her. You know, maybe the baby mother don't like her around her child. Yeah. I don't know. But we know that that's all possible. So mm-hmm. I'm sure. So in, if when they do go to court, I'm pretty sure that their her lawyers are going to use a crime of passion where like oh, yeah. they're all they're automatically going to use that. Um, and for people that don't know, um, it's refers to a violent crime, especially homicide, in which the perpetrator commits the act against someone because of a sudden strong impulse, such as sudden rage rather than premeditated crime. So if John Doe walks in, probably what happened to Yaya? She walked in, they was in the bed, and she had an urge, but. The only thing that she what won't work is because she brought the knife with her. She did. Now, she, okay. I'm not sure if she did. That's not gonna work. But if she like looked, saw them in the bed, grabbed a knife or a gun and shot, they're gonna use a crime and passion. But right. if she went in there with the knife, then most they're probably gonna be like, "Well, it's premeditated." premeditated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is the one time where my criminal justice background actually came into play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think didn't she stab her in the kitchen? If I'm not mistaken, yes. I thought I heard she stabbed her in the kitchen. So yeah, my, I'm pretty sure they're still gonna use that if her lawyers are smart. They're gonna she use approached her. She approached her in the kitchen and with the knife. Crazy, oh. but yeah, those are my jackasses and jokers of the week. Our right, girl, get it together. Girl, get it together. My queen for the week is Taraji. Um, mm-hmm. Taraji P. Henson. I'm just loving all her little hair <laughs> tutorials and stuff that she's doing on Instagram since this whole quarantine thing. I don't know. I just been finding them entertaining and just different, you know, because when you see like certain celebrities in a different light, it's just it's 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 warm it's good yeah is she using her hair products in that because i know she has a hairline oh yeah. does she really she mm-hmm. um, does. although there have been mixed reviews about it but she does have a hairline mm-hmm. she does have a hairline i'm not i don't know too much about her hairline but i know she does have one and stuff 
and she's just showing people like how you get certain styles and curls and just helping us naturals out there so it's well appreciated i have queens this week um it goes to my girls brie and brianna and nina love you girls so much appreciate oh. you so oh, much i missed one and um hope we can see each other soon it's been so great just talking to them and everything like that so love you and i also want to just spread love um and light to those who are experiencing loss right now it's a really hard time whether it's due to the virus or due to other um conditions or scenarios it's been a lot um a lot so blessing everyone and all families and friends um, so just to piggyback off of you, um, ladies, as you know, I've had, um, some multiple losses this week. Um, just another one while we were recording. Yeah. And Kings are to my friends and family members that are dealing with the personal loss of the individuals that they have lost. Um, I love them dearly. They know if they need anything ever, I'm always here. It sucks because of this damn quarantine. You can't just go over, you know, and just give a hug or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even just trying to get on the phone with somebody because they're already alone or isolated in that space. They just, you know, want to stay there. Um, I know some of our listeners who have lost someone um, on my end. I just want you to know that I love you. I'm here for you. And... We're going to get through this together. Um, my queen of the week is the rapper China. Um, she died this week of an accidental overdose. Um, I wasn't familiar with her, but usually when somebody passes away, especially an artist, I tend to go and listen to the music. Um, and her music slaps. I feel like an idiot for not even listening, but I never heard of her. So I want to at least give myself that. But her music does slap. PAF is my favorite song. Um but it's she was only 25 and um it's just unfortunate that another artist um is passing away amongst every you know all the other people that have passed away um this week um this month this year so all right thank you for listening tuning in for another week um please be sure to share like subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode stay safe y'all bye fun ladies bye bye, bye.